We have a border in complete and total disarray. We still have people who are out there politicizing coronavirus vaccines, attacking other news outlets for not doing enough to get people to take them. I got people getting hit with pepper balls at spring break. And I'm telling you, the top story for me is E.J. Liddell, who it's very possible you've never heard of a day in your life because I had not heard of him until the messages that he got while playing in the NCAA Men's uh, March Madness Tournament came to light. Those messages threatening him, telling him to go kill himself because Ohio State lost in the first round. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY-833-468-8669. This is something about us. And now I get your point. It's not about necessarily you. But it is about a society that can't figure out that it's just basketball. It's just basketball. Our outsize importance on sports has been detrimental. It hasn't been great. It hasn't been worthy. It hasn't created a better us. It has created an angrier, bitterer us. But maybe it's not the fault of sports. Who are they to be upset because they're growing in in market share and growing as, as part of culture? Maybe the issue here is that people think they can send a threatening letter and I can't believe you cost me my bracket. I can't believe I lost all this money and blank you and blank your mom and blank this and blank that. Maybe that's what social media has taught people to do. These wimps who hide behind their keyboards, these cowards, these children, these these incels, you know what an incel is? Involuntarily celibate. The idea that nobody wants them. So it's not like they don't they they don't want to have sex, it's just that, you know, nobody's willing to have sex with them. And maybe uh that's a term that's horrible. Maybe I'm just speaking out of my own level of anger here. But EJ Liddell is twenty years old. And the Buckeyes, number two, lost to Oral Roberts, which, by the way, won in the second round. They are already the story of March Madness, which has a whole lot of stories. What is it, Abilene Christian taking out Texas? Good Lord, there's some incredible stories. Loyola Marymount, the, the nun is there, and everybody's super out. It's the nun, the sister. I, I, I'm not trying to say it wrong. I don't know. There's not an actual difference, is there? Oh, someone's going to tell me real quick. Someone's going to tell me there's a difference between a nun and a sister. I think she goes by sister. Anyway, they, they won their first two. It's stunning what's going on. In, in At least not being an expert, of course, in my most recent memory, this March Madness has been absolute madness. Like, this has earned the billing. Exciting, down to the wire. If you were watching this weekend, you actually felt like you got your money's worth. Like you felt like this is great. A year of of pent up uh, a hostility, a pent up nothingness. And it's like, oh, this was this was a little bit worthwhile. EJ Liddell is a forward for Ohio State. They lose to Oral Roberts 75-72 in overtime the messages that he got someone says i hope you uh somebody shoot you in your face bruh you is a blanking bum 
piece of S. You managed to do it again. You're such a blanking disgrace. Don't ever show your face at Ohio State. I hope you die. I really do. And then um, somebody says, I want to kill you. Now, there is a part of this that comes from the idea of fandom. Right? Fan is not always a a kind word. Fan comes out of fanatic. And there are people who live and die, live and die by a, a team they were never on and they don't get paid by. I have never understood it. I live in the Indianapolis area. If the Colts do well, I think it's good for the city. I say great. If the Indiana Pacers do well, I think it's good for the city. I say great. There's a soccer team here, uh, the Indy 11, that I adore, and I don't. I never understood soccer hate. That makes no sense at all. It's, it's so ridiculous. Ah, soccer, it's a communist sport. I have heard that before. Allow me to laugh directly at you. But you don't have to like soccer, right? You, you, you live your life. I'm not here to, right? Me, I want to start a curling league. I'm not, I'm not even joking. I want to start a curling league. Curling is amazing. Are you kidding? There are rocks and brooms, and, and you can, it's a little active, but it's not too active, and you can absolutely have a beer or five and watch and enjoy. That's a dream come true. It's actually very cool. Like the, 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 the science involved in it, how you're going to try, are you getting speed, are you trying to slow things down, being able to measure that through, and it's very cool. But fandom creates, creates crazy. I've never understood the people who are so radical about a team they were never on, that don't get paid by, etc. I, I like and appreciate cheering them on, that's great. They win, ah, they lose, you Dang it, you got... All right, next time. And then that's it. This kid is 20. Now, you might say to me, he's 20 years old. He's a man. We had 20-year-olds who were fighting in Vietnam. I'm not saying no. And I'm not even making the argument that he's got to be able to look at this and say, you know, I mean, just look at that the message and toss it out, hit delete, next. I Have I gotten death threats in my life? One or two, but they really try to play around the edges. I find in the world of radio that the women, the female hosts, get way more, way more death threats than the guys. Only proving that the people issuing uh, the threats and the, and, the, and, the, and the talking down and the, the, the despicable language, right? They're, they, they think it's easier to go after the women. Right? That's how weak they are. They wanted the easier target. It's, it's, it's just true. It's just fact. But as much as I would counsel E.J. Liddell to be like, you know what? These people. Not going to let these people bother me. Not going to let these people get to me. We should recognize as a society that it's crazy. Not standard. And if it is standard, well, then that's a problem in and of itself. E.J. Liddell has to be able to look at that and then take a look at his history and then take a look at the history of everybody who came before him and say this. I may let the authorities know, then I'm going to throw it out and go live my life. 
I'm not going to be, you know, put to the sidelines for, uh, because of it. I'm not going to fall down and, 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 and weep. He actually had to put out a tweet that's not me saying anything negative about Ohio State fans. Of course not. Anybody who would think that, EJ, is out of their head. There is a spot where EJ Liddell has to be able to look at this and dismiss it. You step into the light, some people are going to notice you're there. And that's true in so many ways and places. Differently for me, and certainly not as much for me as somebody like a, like a Hannity, right? You step into the light, people are going to see you. You got to be strong to step into the light. You got to be prepared to step into the light. But this is a huge story about what it is we are doing as a society. And are we saying to ourselves and to our friends and to our kids, sometimes you lose, don't get crazy. Do not get crazy. It's just a game that you, your life, hasn't changed because of. You don't play on that team and you don't get paid by that team. Them winning, them losing has such an effect on you? Then maybe you're a little too into this. Maybe you don't know how to ride the edge. Now, producer Ari, if, if, if you don't know, producer Ari has a very interesting history in, in, in sports. He's done a little coaching in, in his day. He's done some cheering in his day. Sure. And producer Ari at a certain university in Indiana that will remain nameless. <laughs> okay. I mean, you can name it. Butler? Butler University. It's the Bulldogs, baby. Um, producer Ari would lead the fans. Like, lead them in the cheers. Like, rally them up. He, he achieved his own levels of fame. I don't know about that. Of fame and fortune. At Butler University, true or false? Though I mean, you were you were like the number one crazed fan. I I it was me and a, uh, other people. Sure, yeah. Okay, it was part of a group. Part of a group. Um, did it ever dawn on you? And I'm not saying that you didn't like get into some smack talk of other players from other, from the opposing team. I assume you did that many times. Did you ever send anybody an email saying, "I hope you die"? No, because I'm not a lunatic. See the difference. The fun is the fun. The radicalness comes when people don't know how to handle their emotions and control themselves. When they can't make the separation between the enjoyment and the sport of the thing and then how, what their actual life is. Ari got done, probably shook some hands from some, some opposing fans, and then went back to his dorm or wherever to have a beer. I broke a lamp once, but, you know. Ari clearly needs some help. I was young and immature. Good answer. You were young and immature. You didn't decide to take... You were angry at a loss, and you broke an inanimate object. I did. It was pretty stupid now that I think about it. We, we have all done a dumb thing. But we have created within a society the feeling that somebody else, because of their athleticism, 
getting on that team, being a part of that team, doing that thing, they lost because sometimes you lose. Like, they let you down to the point where you should tell them to die or that you're going to kill them. It is, it is, without question, this moment in society that we're supposed to at least say, all right, hey, our family, hey, our people, let's never get so crazy. Let's never get so crazy. All right, people do dumb things when, they, when, when their team loses. I know this guy in radio who broke a lamp. What a schmuck. But you don't go about saying you're going to get people killed. You don't go about saying blank you and blank this, racial slurs. No, 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 no. It's just a loss. You feel for your team. You have yourself a drink. You get over in a couple of days. As my father would say to me, you, you want to feel better? Meet a girl. That's exactly what my father would have said any time, day or night. Maybe it's meet a guy. Maybe a white... Everybody... I, I mean, I know women listen to the show. I know men listen to the show. Go live your lives. But this does matter. And it's getting brushed over as this... Oh, people are disgusting. Man, I think it's part of the, 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 the bigger construct. Now, maybe I'm blowing it out of proportion. And maybe this is just fans being fans, man. And sometimes this happens. I, I, I would rather we took a look at it. I would rather we didn't get so insane about it. EJ Liddell didn't deserve this. But EJ Liddell, you step into the light, man. People will see. To the best of your ability, brush it right off. I'm Tony Katz. So Trump's doing it. I mean, it was only a matter of time, right? It was only a matter of time. There was no doubt that Trump was going to do it. And he is now doing it. And, oh, well, bring on the fun. Hello. I'll get to you in a second, sir. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Be sure to like uh, the page if you would and get the podcast, TonyKatz.com. We're talking about Donald Trump setting up his own social media company. He's going to take on Twitter. And if it's not called Trumpet, um, uh, nothing makes sense. Either with the E-T, like it's spelled, like you're going to trumpet it up, like trumpet the news, like trumpet it out, or Trump it, T-R-U-M-P dash I-T. It's, it, it, those are got to be the two names. Anything else is a sin against nature. I love it. I love it. Because competition is good. Competition is very good. Why shouldn't we want that? Yes, you're going to have a lot of people who leave Twitter immediately and head over. And, All right, this is where I'm at. People can say, oh, oh, they ran scared from Twitter. They couldn't handle a real conversation. What real conversation? You're blocking this one. You're shadow banning, banning that one. You're you're not letting this one, uh, you know, on the on the platform. You're telling this guy he's got to have some kind of warning on his stuff. It's not it's not normal. It's not normal at all. It's just madness. And why would anybody want to be a part of it? Doesn't make any sense. So, yes, it's a good thing that this is happening. And the more of these things, the better. 
the more opportunities we have to try out different things and, and, and to work things in different ways, have more places to talk, the 1,000% better off we are all going to be. So I'm hoping this is huge. I am hoping this is huge. Now, this is something I hope never happens again. You know they've got these, these uh, reading times for kids, right? They have these reading times for kids, and sometimes they do the reading time at a library uh, from drag queens. They're going to show you how, I don't know, it's supposed to be woke. By the way, that's, don't, don't come at me for utilizing the terminology. That's their terminology, not mine. They've got them reading to children. I guess, I don't know, somehow it's supposed to do something good. I ask you if this is doing something good, this drag queen teaching to kids and teaching them how to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Twerk. That's the word I'm looking for. Teaching them how to twerk. That's what was happening at one local library is that the role of the library is that what reading time is all about or can we clearly say that if you're reading to a bunch of five six seven year olds eight year olds that that's wrong because without question it's wrong so why are we having a debate well tony i can't believe you're so bigoted you're opposed to i'm opposed to it I'm opposed to teaching a seven-year-old how to twerk. I think it's pretty twisted. I think sexualizing seven-year-olds is pretty messed up. I think rational people should be opposed to such a thing. With the part, like so. Okay, I'll, sh- I'll show you at the side so you can better view that. Better. And you, you crouch down into this sort of position here, so your bum's sticking out. Don't be taking this all in. And then you just move your bum up and down like that, and that's twerking. <laughs> and parents are laughing. Guys, it's not cute. There comes a moment where it just isn't right. Some weird thing happens in your house or everyone's being a little naughty. That's fine. This is what we want from a library? It isn't what we want from a library. Why is it so hard for people to say so? I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. This volcanic eruption in Iceland is unbelievable. The, 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 the volcano been dormant for years just for years they were actually very very surprised to see any level of of movement from it tony katz tony katz today it's good uh, to be with you there were a series of earthquakes all right when i say series i mean thousands thousands of earthquakes that took place uh the the lava uh, just the in in the night sky the lava what, what do you call it reflection right could be seen for like 20 miles crazy it's it's the first eruption in nearly 800 years really and truly uh something else now look think things are moving earth is constantly moving it doesn't necessarily mean anything it doesn't mean that we're about to see something major happen when i lived in california i mean it was always a talk about in terms of earthquakes uh, the big one right the one that was gonna just just send california half into into the pacific and and and, and that was it 
right? I, there were a couple earthquakes when I lived there. One that actually did put me under a desk. The second one, I didn't. Um, uh, I was upstairs and the kids were downstairs and they were super small. I I flew. I flew and ran downstairs. True story. Ran downstairs and couldn't find them. Could not find them. So, being the totally calm and rational person that I am, I'm screaming their names. All of a sudden, the closet door opens. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. They went into the closet that was under the stairs. It's a strong part of the house. You got the, you know, the, 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 the framework right there. And they grabbed each other, and they did exactly what they were supposed to do. I didn't even think to look. So, you know, father of the year. Right here. Uh, the spring break kids will have a long way to go before they reach the title. Because the spring break kids in, in Florida are being fools. Spring break is not foolish. The idea of acting the fool is foolish. Here's what's happening. So many people have showed up. And so many people are acting ridiculous that police there have had to put in a curfew. The curfew is at 8 p.m. The curfew is an 8 p.m. curfew. That just sucks. That's the worst. Who who wants that? There's no time. There's no time to get the partying going. You want to at least try and get some partying going. Why did they have to do it? Because, A, man, they are just... They, they've got more people than they ever thought they were going to get. And, of course, that's because people are very happy to get out and be doing things that make them alive. Right? They're thrilled that they're actually able to go out and see people and do things and... And so they're, they're, they're like overjoyed. But in doing so, they're not being, what's the word I'm looking for? Normal. They're not listening to uh, authorities. They're not listening uh, to, to anybody. They don't care ab- about the rules. They're just like, whatever. Whatever, we're partying and I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to get blotto. I'm going to try and meet this one or that one. Police are having to break up the events with pepper balls. Pepper balls. There is more violence being utilized against spring breakers than was ever utilized against Antifa. Or the Capitol rioters. See what I did there? Now now complain. Pepper balls against spring breakers. Now I should be clear. I should be clear that... um. That I am not in in favor of, nor a fan of, the people who think that they're so into having a good time, they can screw it up for everybody else or get rough and tumble. I'm so drunk, I don't have to pay attention. If you're going to spring break just to get that drunk, why did you have to spend the money? You could have just done that in your dorm room. Could have done that in your mom's basement, where you're probably going to be spending a lot of years because you're a loser. You don't go on spring break to get that loaded. You go to have a good time. You go to meet somebody. You go to have an interesting story to tell. Wait, maybe that's just me. 
Maybe that's just me. All right, maybe that's not everybody. But if you're going to say, I'm just going to go, I'm going to get wasted, I'm not going to pay attention to the cops, expect a pepper ball directly to the chest or lower. Don't be surprised when it happens. Now, that's the spring breakers. Then there are all the people who are clutching their pearls because someone's on spring break. They can't believe it's happening. We're in Indianapolis, right? And so March Madness is here, and people are out and about. i got to admit, it looks great. And this weekend in Indy, one of the most gorgeous weekends, weather you would dream of no matter where you lived. Perfect. Not a cloud in the sky, completely blue. The sun was shining, not too intense. There's a light breeze, but still warm enough. If you wore a light jacket, you might not have needed it. That kind of perfect, perfect weather. And people were out. And they were having a beer. And they're having a good time. And then there are the people at home who are clutching their pearls and and, and gnashing their teeth, wailing, they're going to spread coronavirus. What about the variants? B117 is a variant of coronavirus. And we're seeing an uptick in cases in this variant. We're also seeing that the vaccines that we have, and we'll get into more of that, work against the variant. There's always going to be a variant. It's a virus, people. The flu mutates and changes. Of course there's going to be a variant. Is the answer to sit at home and wait until all the variants run out? Send five people out as like kind of a search party and, and see if they could detect more virus and quickly run back and go through the Silkwood shower and tell us, nope, another three years in the hibernation pods. What are we doing We've been through this for a year already, and it's over. And it should have been over 11 and a half months ago. You cannot sit in solitary. You cannot stop this virus from being. It's there. It starts in Wuhan, China. It's spread all around the globe. Can we discuss the fact that a virus spread all around the globe? I mean, it's, it's frightening. When you think of the idea, it is. It's, I mean, it is the stuff movies are made of. But you don't live in fear because of it. You figure out how to live with it. You know what we've done? We've created one, two, three, oh, wait, now we're on to a fourth vaccine, and we have therapeutics. You really worried that people are outside having a beer? Because if you are, uh, you're the problem with society. You see, the spring breaker who wants to get so drunk they'll get into a fight with the cops, that's a problem, right? But I expect that problem from a 21-year-old dope because you're a dope. That's all. You won't be a dope your whole life, some of you will, but you, you, right now, you're a dope. And then you get yourself a pepper ball to the chest, and then, you know, for a year, you'll be telling that story to your friends. They'll be like, wow, that's crazy, man. And then, like, five years later, you'll tell that story, and someone's going to be like, you did what? And that's going to be like, hey, maybe this was a learning lesson and not a cool story. But if you're one of the people saying, oh, they shouldn't be out there at all. They shouldn't be spring breaking. This is exactly the kind of thing that gets people killed. Man, you're worse. Those people are worse. You can't sit at home, right? There's a way to act. There's a way to do things. There's a way to be normal. 
If I'm judging the two things, right, if I'm ranking them, if you will, I'm on the side of the spring breaker. I just don't think the spring breaker should be a moron, and not every spring breaker is a moron. That's all I'm saying. This is my point. Spring break is fine. Going out and having a beer is fine. Absolutely fine. By the way, Krispy Kreme is going to give people who can show proof of vaccination a free donut a day for the rest of the year. Congratulations. You're not going to die of coronavirus. You're just getting diabetes. I'm Tony Katz. So they fired Alexi McCammons. And the firing of Alexi McCammons has set off a whirlwind. Alexi McCammons was the editor-in-chief of Vogue. Not just Vogue, Teen Vogue. Me, I'm Tony Katz. I've never been in the pages of Teen Vogue, and I think that's a sin. Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz. You can leave your comments there. So Alexi McCammon gets fired. She was the girlfriend, maybe still is the girlfriend, of the former White House Deputy Press Secretary, T.J. Ducklow. But she's a reporter, and she was covering Biden, and here's Ducklow, who's working for Biden. So Axios moves her off Biden so there would be no conflict of interest and puts her on the vice president, Kamala Harris. As if anyone thinks that's somehow not also a conflict of, of interest. In the meantime... Ducklow, right? Ducklow is busy threatening other reporters who are reporting on his relationship. He then, uh, well, he doesn't get fired because Joe Biden doesn't live up to his word. He said he'd fire anybody who treated someone else with disrespect. Let's him resign after putting him on suspension for a week without pay. She ends up the editor over at Teen Vogue. Except she's got a history of some tweets. The editor of Teen Vogue, and by the way, Teen Vogue has put out some of the more radical pieces about teaching your kids how to have sex, about wokeism, a series of things that are just inappropriate for kids. It is one thing to engage a conversation about sex ed. It's another thing to engage in conversations of sexual activities you've never not only participated in, but half of them you've never heard of. You'd be going to Urban Dictionary right now to figure out what they were, and many of you are like, wait a second, what's Urban Dictionary? You get my point. By the way, that's a real thing. Do not read that at work. So she sent out some tweets a decade ago where she was pretty insulting to her Asian teaching assistant her first year in college. And said some things that, yeah, that was a pretty gross thing to say. Ten years ago, she's 27. So ten years ago, she was 17. And she, Alexi McCammon, to her credit, brought it up to Teen Vogue and let them know about it. But it wasn't the leadership there. Oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was the staff absolutely positively outraged and disgusted with Alexi McCammond. And we need to stand up for our brothers and sisters and we can't work with her. And so Alexi McCammond 
gets fired. They, they agreed to part ways. No, she got fired. And one of the people who pushed to have her get fired is a woman by the name of Christine Davitt. I don't know Christine Davitt. I don't know a thing one about Christine Davitt. You know what I know about Christine Davitt? Is that 10 years ago, she had her own issues with some tweets where she was referring to a friend of hers as the N-word. You know, just laughing it about. Just, you know, being cool. Like a term of affection or something like that. And she was one of the people, this Christine Davitt, who was saying, you know, we, we stood up for ourselves and, and we've got more work to do. But you're the one who was calling people the N-word. You're the one who was calling people in tweets, a series of tweets, 2009, 2010, the N-word. Which, if I said in any context, would get me fired most probably. Never mind the fact that I don't use it because, well, it's got a history. I don't even know why other people use it. Oh, yeah, it's because of the color of their skin. I'm going to let other people just kind of live with that kind of crazy. I don't believe you're not allowed to tell people they can't use it. You don't get to decide what words people use. You settle yourself. Your power isn't that complete. It's a question of should you, and I don't, I, don't, I don't think you should. And I use some words I don't think people should. Nah. Kind of ugly stuff. But I don't think that people should get fired for it. You said something dopey 10 years ago. You shouldn't, in any way, shape, or form, I mean, I guess it could be based on what it is, shouldn't lose your career over it. But they were insistent she lose her career over it. And now here's somebody who says person A should lose their career who has tweets of their own. Will she now insist that she lose her career? Or was she really sorry? You see, Alexi wasn't really sorry. We have to do something about that. But me, I'm really sorry. The woke will come for everyone. If you want to live this way, you will suffer the consequences. You have to. Why? Because if you don't, then the woke don't work. If you don't, the woke doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, it's valueless and it must have value. And its value is in how it can be utilized to destroy others. So everyone has to be a victim. And you just better hope you're on the right side of that thing and you've deleted enough of your stuff from your past so nobody finds it. You better hope and you better pray that you found it all. Have I found it all? No way. There's no way I have found it all. Right? I don't think I've ever used the N-word on a tweet. I'd be kind of surprised at myself if I did. I'd be, I'd be shocked if I did. Stunned by such a thing. Should it put out a career, destroy a career? No. I don't think it should destroy a career for Alexi McCammon. I don't think it should. Uh, I don't think quoting Hitler should have cost a career for Deshaun Jackson, uh, NFL player, and I, and I said so. I know he got signed. 
He's still playing. Alexi McCammond is out, though. I don't really like her politics, but she shouldn't get fired. You live by the woke, you die by the woke. And the only way to fix this is for enough people to get hurt that the woke gets broke. This is Tony Katz today.